0: DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. The Cowboys on the clock. Your War Room for insider news and draft analysis from deep within the confines of Cowboys headquarters at Valley Ranch. The Dallas Cowboys select Byron Jones. And now, your hosts Dane Brugler, David Hellman, and Brian Broaddus.
1: We are back at our home base here at Valley Ranch for the Draft Show from the SWBC Mortgage Studios. I am Brian Broaddus, along with Dane Brugler from CBS Sports and DallasCowboys.com, and joined here today by, by
2: Dave's replacement. Tay what?
1: Yeah, Tay what? Taylor Stern steps into Tay- the chair. Tay-tay-tay
2: what? Yes, I felt like I had to dress like him, you know, so the transition was easier for viewers. Tiny
1: Jim. That kid's going to kill us now with all drops. <laughs> Ow. Exactly. There we go.
2: Yeah. No, Dave is on assignment. Is that what you said? Yeah.
1: Dave's on assignment doing some Louisiana scouting.
2: You you got to. Mardi
1: Gras, you got to go scout. That, yeah. that kind of stuff, and
2: he's he's comparing it probably to last week's mobile. Exactly. So he's just doing some comparing and contrasting. Absolutely, which I appreciate him studying.
1: Well, we're grateful for you to uh, be here today, Thanks. and uh, and uh, you were a part of a lot of the things going on at the Senior Bowl. So I'm interested yes. to get your take on not only Absolutely. what you saw, but some of the interaction you had uh, with the players. Uh, Kent Garrison is the executive producer today as always, and uh, we thank him for doing that. Uh, The draft show today, again, like you say, we're back here in the SWBC Mortgage Studios. I want to wrap up the Senior Bowl, guys, is what I want to do. We haven't had a chance to talk about what we saw from the game. Did a lot of things for DallasCowboys.com, put some videos up of how guys played, uh, some some, content as far as written stuff of what we saw. Going to get into Twitter on the 20. That's where we have an opportunity for, Uh, you out there, uh, to fire us a question at the draft show. That's the best way to get a hold of us. Kent does a nice job of managing the account and then also pushing out things that we are going to do, uh, whether it's uh, from the Senior Bowl, the Combine, draft show, information, anything you need to know at the draft show. That's where your questions need to be answered. And and Tay's going to step in for Dave and, and handle that today. We're also going to take a look at Dane's mock draft that he did for CBS Sports on Monday. And what I want to do, guys, with that is I'd like to get in not only with what the Cowboys are going to do, but maybe some of the players around, why you had certain guys at certain levels. Uh, I'm excited to see, like, at the end of the draft. I I don't know about you, Dane. I got 18 names so far, uh, pending any physicals or any problems, of first-round players. 18, okay. 18. So there's 31 guys that are going to get selected in the first round. You've got some interesting names at the back end of that draft that I want to get to.
2: Yeah, when it, I saw Dane tweet that out, I looked at it immediately because yeah. obviously I trust his opinion. Yeah. And some of them I was like, I have to ask him about this. I'm well, excited to have the opportunity. Well, good. We're gonna good.
1: get. Yeah, we're gonna get into that. And then, like we said, we're gonna take some calls today at the. Uh, tor- <clears throat> excuse me. Towards the end of the show, uh, I'd like to get your questions. Uh, I'd like to get your comments. I'd like to hear your voice. Mm-hmm. That you can reach us. Uh, it's on the screen right here, as you see. 888-855-2297. eight eight five five two two nine seven. We're gonna do that at the end of the show. Try and get through as many of those as we can. The way you can help us do that is by just, hey, get to your question. We're all doing great. We're having a good time. Happy to be talking about the draft. So with all that uh, being um, said, uh, we were in Mobile, Alabama. We are. Uh, we did what we always talked about. We investigate, and now we're going to educate. Right? And that's something we always uh, focus here on the draft show. And, Dane, I want to ask uh, your opinion uh, of what you thought of the week. A lot of, uh, you know, some of the top players you had – I thought there was a tremendous amount of pressure on Carson Wentz going into this. The fact that he was uh, the Cowboys, uh, he was on the Cowboys team. We talked about it during the week. Sure. Felt like that maybe some of the times he had probably maybe tried to do a little too much. But what did you see from the game? Did you – did you gain anything from the game? Any different opinion about Carson Wentz as we speak today?
3: I don't think so. I think the the game reflected how his week of practice was. Pressed a little bit, but was able to settle himself down. And you saw all the traits, at, you know, at, at full display with uh, the size, the arm strength, uh, his mobility, the way he handles himself out there. It just that type of stage did not seem too big for him. You know, coming from the FCS level, you don't know how he's going to respond. But throughout the week and during the game, yes, you did see him press a little bit. And that's understandable. But I thought it was far more good than bad with with Carson yeah. Wentz. And I know like the final stats didn't look great, but he made good throws. He made NFL-style throws. Uh, you saw the placement. Uh, he saw a little bit of a hitch, uh, maybe thinking too much at times but he was still able to deliver and complete passes. So I, Carson once I thought I had a very good week and only confirmed that he's going to be in the conversation to be that first quarterback draft.
1: Yeah, Taylor, you had a chance to interact with him on, a, on, a, on another level with some of the social media yeah. stuff you were doing for Dallas Cowboys. What What kind of feeling? Dane painted a pretty – uh, a very accurate picture. Yeah. What about him personally, though? You had some interaction with him as
2: well. Well, the first thing I noticed about him, we didn't get to talk to him on the weigh-in day, which I was kind of bummed about, but he was the biggest name, so he just kind of ran through, right? which is understandable because other people had more time. The first thing I noticed was that when Jerry Jones arrived to the practice, he made it a point to go up and talk to him. Right. And I filmed that, and Carson was very, you know, comfortable. He didn't act like, oh, I'm starstruck, or this is someone I need to impress. He was very comfortable, seemed relaxed, seemed at ease. You know, it was a pleasant conversation. But the second thing that I noticed was that in his post-game press conference, I watched it, he seemed very rehearsed, which is... sure. True to all of these guys, they're coming through a job interview. But the thing that I noticed was that he didn't have exact details. I don't know if he's just trying to articulate everything that he's going through Mm -hmm. or what he's trying to say, but they seem very generic. Is it... That's something that you see often with these quarterbacks who are just trying to impress.
1: Well, you think he might be a little programmed, right? Well, and he, or just maybe he's a little nervous about. I it, think it's he, more we nerves. talked about not being on the scared on the big stage though. Right, as a player, though. this is a very very
3: smart individual. Right, on the field and off. He he knows all eyes are on him and right. what he's saying, so he is a little guarded with what he's saying. But
2: yeah, he felt guarded. That's a perfect word right. for it, Dane, because it felt like he wasn't saying exactly what he wanted to say. Well, and
3: like you mentioned, it's a job interview, it and is. he knows it. He's it he's very aware of, of what this opportunity means and what it could mean for his draft standing. So I think you know I don't want to look too much in, into that, but I do think uh, you know he's a very smart guy, and so he was very aware of. All eyes being on him, what's he going to say and how he's going to respond. So uh, uh, the awareness really stands out there. Yeah,
1: I think that watching him practice during the week, and I even said it on some of the shows we did at the draft show, during the week that I thought he was trying to do a little too much. So yeah. for the game, I didn't feel like, though, his receivers really helped him at all. No. And and, I, and we even showed it on DallasCowboys.com, ball placement. You mentioned that earlier. I mean, the thing that I the, – the question I had for him after the game, post-game was mm-hmm. – and then we, again we had the video up on DallasCowboys.com – is he was talking about getting back to California and working on some things. Mm-hmm. And there's some things you saw of him in the pocket – the, the footwork I mean yeah. the, the taking the snaps and I asked him was that was that something that you tried in the game was it something that he said no no I, I went back to what you know what I knew and there's sometimes when you watch him on North Dakota tape the feet do bounce a little bit in the pocket you right. know and, and and he had on the fourth and five throw that he made. I mean, he just let it fly, but it was just his, you know, mechanics were bad, and he was trying to, get, you know, maybe he should have thrown the ball to Peyton, the UCLA receiver, underneath and fight for another day. But. He tried to make the big-time throw to the outside to yeah. Braxton Miller.
2: And you said that he models his play after Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So he's trying. He's yeah. thinking. I, yeah. I've i heard in the past when these quarterbacks are going through this draft process, yeah. they get asked a million times, who are you emu- emulating your right. game after? Right. You know, it's oh, usually Andrew Luck trade. and things yeah. like he that. So yeah. they watch a lot of tape. They see what these guys in the league already successfully are doing yeah. so
3: and when I talked to Carson back in October footwork was the first thing he mentioned yeah when I said okay obviously you're talented but give me something you can work on and footwork was his first response and so I, he's very aware and that's one thing I love about golf and I love about Wentz and I don't, I don't have a good I'm not saying Paxton Lynch doesn't do this I yeah. don't have a good feeling for yeah. it yet but the ability to self-evaluate they understand yes. where they can get better and what they can work on and that self-awareness is huge and for Carson, he's very smart, like I mentioned. And sometimes it's almost like he thinks too much out there. You know, you want to be able to see him. Uh, you know, he, it's good that he's going through his read, Just play. high to low. Yeah. You know, and, but sometimes he's passing up. Uh, you know, a window that might not be. Yeah. Uh, you know, open by a large margin, but in the NFL, that's open. Right, so you have to hit it. And right, so sometimes I just want to see
1: him think less and just react. I think you make a great point because there's some throws he made. Again, the the to the outside, uh you know, uh, on the third down play, they, right. I think it was to more Chris Moore. Chris Moore. I mean, he hits more. Yeah, he yeah. hits Chris Moore. he's in the middle of the pocket and it's disintegrating. And yes. he's standing there, and he lets that thing fly. From the and opposite it, hash. From the, uh, and exactly. And it gets there. You know, NFL ball, not right. a college – I mean, NFL ball, and it's right where Moore has to make that catch. Yeah, that's a catch that – and then Burbridge in practice on the slant, I showed that one too. It clangs off. These are NFL-type throws. Yeah. You know? And so where, where I have him, in my mind, is I had him in that 20-28 to 28 kind of range. But you might be right about, you know, you know and, I, and we'll get in on your mock draft because you put him in a different spot. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we know where any of these quarterbacks are going to go. That, that's the problem I'm running into right now is that, okay, is he better than I, – I, I, th- I have him still behind the other two. I, I, mm-hmm. In my mind, I still have him. And, and Paxton Lynch, it's no secret. I've talked about it a bunch on yeah. Twitter and all that. Paxton Lynch is my guy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but this team, you know, at four – quarterback's in play. Sure. Yeah. Quarterback is definitely in play and and Tay I want to ask you though it had to be a huge it had to be a uh very beneficial for Carson, uh for Carson Wentz to be able to work with the Cowboy coaches. I mean that was something
2: Absolutely. And yeah. you knew that that was going to be his biggest benefit because on the other side, it was Jacoby Brissett and yeah. Jake Coker, and those are good quarterbacks. Right. But for him to get the attention, and I remember hearing from a couple of the scouts just in whispers in the halls about Carson Wentz before he was even this name that he's become. Right. Closer to the draft. Right. But I had heard of him from a couple of scouts. Hey, take know, a look at hey. him. Hey. And I was like, who is this guy? I had heard of North Dakota State, obviously, winning right. five national championships. But, yes, to work with the coaches and to be with Garrett and Wade Wilson and Scott Linehan one-on-one, them to see, oh, you know what, this guy is good. He needs to just stop overanalyzing everything, and we can help him with that with confidence and, you know, working through things. Just studying, mm-hmm. yeah. So they'll see that and they'll take that into consideration. Any
1: other quarterback lights you up there? I mean, and not to the point where you're going to make it's this massive two, three round run, right? Up. No, and
3: th- there's nothing like that. It's obviously Carson Wentz and then these other guys, right? Um, I, I like Jeff Driscoll. I-, I think the tools are there. I worry about, um, you know, we mentioned it was Carson Wentz, but with Driscoll thinking too much, I don't know how quick he sees things. Uh, doesn't anticipate. I worry about that. Brandon Allen from Arkansas. There you go. I, I,
1: I'm leading the horse to you're
2: water here. I, I, I,
3: I'm a Brandon <laughs> Allen fan. Sure. A couple. I mean, eight and a half inch hands at the weigh-in. Yeah. At the red flag. Right. Why uh, is that
2: a red flag? Well, and he's going to tell. He's going to tell you. Well, and
3: you know, it's it's not like bigger hands means you're a bigger quarterback. But smaller hands, uh, there are concerns because mm-hmm. of ball security, you know, your grip on the ball, especially if you go to a place like Cleveland yes. and you're going to have to deal with some bad weather. Um, it, it's more about a threshold. You know, for a lot of NFL teams, unless you have nine-and-a-quarter-inch hands, they won't even consider you. Right. So for wow. Brandon Allen, uh, he needed to go to practice in the game and show well. And I think he did. And yeah. I think his, he has great tape to back to back it up. Absolutely. He was mm-hmm. the best quarterback in the SEC this past year. Um, so I think Brandon Allen, he has the tape that's going to make scouts take notice. But the physical
1: limitations, you worry a little bit about that. Is he better than an A.J. McCarron? See that's what now that, that's now when you start you start hey, well, talking because
3: we've seen AJ McCarron start in the NFL and he's done okay yeah can I, can Brandon Allen uh, but is it the
1: same I mean the same kind of physical traits I mean maybe not the small hands but just right. the, the game I think he throws the ball better than AJ McCarron
3: yeah and I don't think you're wrong I, I I do think that Brandon Allen he's the type of guy I'm not sure he's a a starter at the NFL level. Sure. But I think he can be like an A.J. McCarron step in if you need him for a couple starts. Right. And so I think Brandon Allen, you're talking about the top quarterbacks in this group, the top seniors – Brandon Allen's probably somewhere in the top five seniors. Do you have many tiers of quarterbacks? Do you have in your right. mind how many quarterbacks do you have? Well, it's hard because this quarterback class is so deep. I mean, last right. year we had what six quarterbacks drafted. This year we might we're gonna have a dozen.
1: Okay, but I'm just saying though, at the level you have the three right. that you think about, right. and then you have, and, and now Cook it's that Hackenberg,
3: exactly, and then that that third tier you have that middle round guys yeah. that you think you can develop, like yeah. the Jeff Driscolls, and I think Brandon Allen's probably in there as well. Um, and then you have a later round guy. Right. So I, I think Allen's probably in that middle round tier, you know, the guy in the in the sixth round. Would maybe. he
1: be better, a better Hogan, better Brissett? better? And, and this is where
3: you, get, you talk about ice cream flavor. Right. It's going right. to be different around the league because right. I know a lot of scouts like Hogan and the intangibles, the leadership. Yeah. But in terms of pure quarterback play, I like Allen better. Yeah. And I think and there are a lot of people that agree with that. But, again, he, the, the eight-and-a-half-inch hands and a lot of these well, other – Oh, physically, he, de- he doesn't. We're, we're in right. the press
1: box. We're watching him. He looks smaller than all oh, the other yeah. quarterbacks no out question. there. Connor Cook, he brought up the name Connor Cook. Though. You're so- I
2: wanted to say something about Brandon Allen as far as meeting him.
1: Okay. Oh, okay.
2: He is an extremely impressive guy. Okay. And he was the first guy I spoke with, so I might be biased just because he made a first impression. Yeah. But – he knew all of these things. Like you're talking about self-awareness, mm-hmm. he was saying these things when our guys were interviewing him and saying, "Yes, I know I have smaller hands. Yes, I know I, you know, I played at Arkansas, and did these things." He is extremely self-aware. At least he seemed that way. Yeah. And you know, the fact is, is that what he did at Arkansas was he really developed. Night and day. You know, the first two years he's he oh, playing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Over I mean, the summer, yeah.
3: undrafted grades. I didn't even give him a chance. This past year as a senior, like I said, the best quarterback in the SEC. He helped himself tremendously over the last year. Well, you
1: talk to people who follow mm-hmm. Arkansas, and they'll tell you he stopped making mistakes. Yeah. He was a quarterback mm-hmm. that was a prone to make bad mistakes. And if you watch the Toledo game as one of the first ones, you're like, ah, a couple mistakes there in the red zone. It, you know, cost him mm-hmm. an opportunity. But then you watch the old Miss game. Yeah. And he's letting it rip. And I thought at the Senior Bowl, I thought he was the most consistent quarterback. When you talk about practice, all the way through practice, some of these quarterbacks had days where they were this, and then they'd go this, sure. and then they'd come back. And then, you know, and so I was, I was interested in that Prescott gets the – Player of the game, game MVP, right? Yeah, I thought that I thought that, that Brandon Allen outplayed him myself. I, I think
3: so. I, I mean, the production was better. I mean, press guy give him credit. He, you know, sure. let the team down on a, a scoring drive, but so did Brandon Allen. Right? I mean, Brandon Allen had a good week, and uh, it's fair to point out too that the only reason Brandon Allen was there is because Connor Cook pulled out. Right. Mm. The only reason, if Connor Cook decides, Connor. yeah, Connor we'll Cook decides to go to Mobile, we don't see Brandon Allen. Right. I'm watching him at the Shrine Game, so. Um, well, that good USC th- quarterback should have taken a hike yeah, out of there. And yeah. Something about that decal, in the, uh, decal on the helmet yeah, really helps. Yeah. But for good for Brandon Allen to get that opportunity and take yeah. advantage of well, it. Well,
1: he maybe maybe elevate himself again. I'm not talking about a massive run up the board, but at least people have a little bit better idea. He does look small. I mean, sure. you, but I'm, I'm kind of thinking I'm looking at AJ McCarron and I'm thinking he's a better AJ McCarron in, yeah. in my mind. I'm just yeah. watching. Actually, I can buy that. Okay, defensive. I'll skip the defensive tackles because we always talk about the defensive. No. Tackles, but they seem to be. I mean, Adolphus Washington though, and then uh, and then talk about Sheldon also Rankins. Sheldon Rankin. Sheldon
3: yeah, didn't get to see him in the game. Of right. injury, but right. I, to me, Sheldon Rankins, he in my top 50 board that I released before right. the senior bowl, I had him at 22. He's moving up, he's yeah. better than the 22nd player in, the, in this draft class. Uh, Noah Spence, at Eastern there you Kentucky, go. yeah, I mean, he was fantastic <laughs> all week, yeah. The best pass rusher um, in Mobile and you can make the argument he's the best pass rusher in this draft. I altogether. say it all
1: the time on Twitter and, and, and you know what? I'm okay with that. I have no problem throwing out there that Noah Spence or I mean, Michigan Kentucky is a And you're an Ohio State guy. You follow Ohio State though, right. and mm-hmm. you you know his history as far as when he was at Ohio State. Right. And better than Bosa. Am I right about well, that? Yeah, and
3: as a pass rusher, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. so and To be fair, we talk a lot about Spence and how good he is as a pass rusher. He has some issues against the run. He's not a perfect prospect by any means. But you look at the Super Bowl teams that we have. They can get to the quarterback, especially the Broncos. And so if uh, Noah Spence, if he can get to the quarterback in the NFL, he's going to play for a long time. And as long as he stays clean off the field, which a lot of people are are believers in him, that's why I think he's going to end up in the first round. Even though his baggage says, I'm a second, third-round pick, project kind of guy like a Tyron Matthew was – I I think someone's going to take a chance. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of people right now that are looking at Tyron Matthew and going, oh, how stupid do we feel? Yeah. Well, it's tough. You have to take each individual and break them down and figure out what makes them tick. And, you know, I
3: don't. I've heard some good things coming out of the interview process at the Senior Bowl. The way Spence handled himself, and again, I've I've talked to his former coaches. I've talked to his former teammates. They all speak very highly of him as a person. More of a bad mistake, you know, type of thing, but nothing that's you know long term that you really have to worry about. It reminds me of a smaller version of Robert Quinn, the Rams. I oh think, yeah, uh,
1: absolutely. Pat, did you get to meet with any of the the defensive linemen? Anybody well, get to talk no, to? No,
2: about no Spence. I had known about that storyline going into the week and. I'd read a couple different articles mm-hmm. I just found, and I thought it was interesting, though, because sometimes when you've seen these guys make these mistakes as far as what he did, and that was an addiction, right? Um, he went to Eastern Kentucky, and he still continued to produce well, right? and maybe it, he still had a high performance, right? which is interesting, because if he was this guy who's still struggling or something, you might have seen him kind of even out, right. like plateau, or even decrease in certain things, right. but... What I appreciate about, appreciate about him mm-hmm. is that he's continuing to excel and work harder and show, like you're saying, this was a mistake. And, you know, I'm learning from it. I'm hoping to get better. Right. I still have this possibility and dream. And one
3: area where he deserves a lot of credit is after he got kicked out of Ohio State, he almost went pro. And he had that opportunity. He would have been drafted probably in the you know sixth, seventh round. Sure, but he decided to transfer to rebuild that draft stock and show that hey, I'm a good player. He was drug tested uh, uh, over a dozen times at Eastern Kentucky. They he told the coaches, please drug test me as much as possible, and he and he he passed every test. So now, uh, you know, going forward. where is he going to end up in the draft? He's a wild card, true yeah. wild card, but again, I th- somewhere in the top twenty. Picks. Somebody's
1: going to get a, a, I, an outstanding I, I player.s and, and and you said case by case. Will uh, Will McClay and I asked him about that box players. You right. know. Case by case, Brian, it's, you know, some days, you know, you got to figure it out. You were talking about, hey, his game is going this way as far as off-the-field stuff. You're talking about his ability. Real quick before we go to break, though, uh, the talk of the buzz of practice was another Ohio State guy, Braxton Miller, though. And so, and again, another wild card potential. I mean, you've talked about him as a top-60 type player, though. He is, and
3: I I had him in my first-round mock this this week. I think that it would not shock me at all if he ends up there. You look at some of these receivers that have gone first-round and, you know, the past couple of years in the late first round, Braxton Miller can certainly end up there. Yeah. He's still—it's clear that he obviously needs a lot of work mechanically with his routes. Um, you know, we saw him take five, six steps at the top of routes, yeah. so he still needs work. He had a drop pass in the game, uh, but he impressed me with his hands throughout the week—very natural, quick reflexes. So I think Braxton Miller—he's going to be more of a gadget player as a rookie,
1: but by year two,
3: he's going to be pushing for a starting role. So
1: you had a chance to meet with Braxton Miller?
2: Yeah, Braxton Miller s- stepped aside and talked to us. He's got the flash. Yeah. He and he knows no, it. He Exactly. You know, he knows that, hey, I was this big stud quarterback. Right. I decided that f- the best thing for my game is to take the re- wide receiver game. And he's just got he's got this air about him. Mm-hmm.
1: Diva-like?
2: Very much so. He's yeah. got this diva, you know my name, yeah. I don't know your name kind of thing, which right. is an NFL wide receiver. Right. The flash. But – what I don't, I don't know. even know your name, but you know mine. Yeah, Des knows. Yeah. So the thing that I would worry about him is that he's going to go in and be like, I'm fine. They want me on their team. Yeah. I'm a name. You yeah. want me. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: We'll, we'll see. see. Be an interesting guy, though. I mean, he's a he's a he's well, an interesting he,
3: cat. He's been uh, Columbus and Ohio State media have been all over him, exactly. so he's very well rehearsed, and he you yeah. know he's been through all this before. All these questions, he's so. used
2: to this exposure. Oh, it's a big is. stage. That Carson is. Wentz is probably not <laughs> North no, pro
3: State. You know, and Braxton, I he's a, a true competitor. The biggest concern I have with him can he stay healthy? Yeah, I, I think the durability. It's a little different when you're yeah. going over the middle and you have safeties and linebackers about to pop you. So uh, I think Braxton Miller uh, can be a good pro. Biggest thing I worry about, Kenny's to
2: help. Yeah. And that's funny you say that, and then I'll let you get to break. But Wednesday we're watching practice, and he sits down with Dr. Jim walks over, and I'm mm. like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, not good. trainer Jim, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, no. But he was fine, but yeah. you're right.
1: Well, he made through the game, and that is key. But I, I think he's another one of these walkers. I, I like what you're saying. Top 60 could very well be a first-round player. Okay, we're going to need to step aside here for just a moment. Uh, we'll be back from the uh, SWBC Mortgage Studios. You're listening to the Draft Show, and we'll be right back. Papa John here. People say all I
0: think about is pizza. That's not true. I spend a lot of time thinking about what to eat with my pizza. Introducing our new garlic knots made with fresh dough and garlic Parmesan
1: seasoning. Try them for the limited time online only price of $4. Add a large two topping pizza for just $10 more. Order now at PapaJohns.com. Better ingredients, better pizza, papajohns.com. Limited time offer not valid with any other coupons or discounts. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. Additional toppings and taxes extra.
2: Introducing AT&T
1: rollover data.
2: Your unused plan data automatically rolls over for one month. All mobile share value plans now come with rollover data on the network with the
1: nation's strongest LTE signal. AT&T, mobilizing your world. AT&T reminds you to never text and drive. They can wait. Available only with AT&T Mobile Share Value Plans. Rollover data automatically expires after one month or with any plan change. Other restrictions apply. Visit att.com slash rollover data for details. Signal strength claim based only on average LTE signal strength for national carriers. Geico asks, which is easier, playing football or saving hundreds of dollars on your car insurance? When you score a touchdown, you're expected to follow it up with a dance. And if you haven't trained properly you'll end up embarrassing yourself with what looks to be a poorly executed version of the Foxtrot in front of the whole country. But switching and saving with GEICO online, over the phone, or at your local office is easy. And at GEICO, any celebration dance works for us. Geico, saving people money for over 75 years. Dallas Cowboys Star Magazine brings you behind-the-scenes coverage with in-depth player stories, entertaining columns, a pull-out poster, and, of course, your Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. That's what we're talking about! Subscribe now and get 32 issues throughout the year, including our season breakdown and the stunning cheerleader swimsuit issue. Yeah. Star is delivered to your door for only $39.95 per year or go digital for just $14.99 a year through our free Star Magazine app. Call 1-877- Seven NFC boys today.
0: This, this is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. The Cowboys are on the clock.
1: We are indeed on the clock here at the Draft Show. Dane Brugler, Taylor Stern, Brian Broad along with Kent Garrison, executive producer. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we always appreciate uh, the interaction we have with the fans, uh, the folks that. Maybe our Cowboy fans, maybe the guys, uh, gals that aren't Cowboy fans. that Browns
2: fan, already asking you a question.
1: That's, That's right. good. Uh, and we encourage that. And uh, we're going to do a little segment that, uh, that uh, Ed Cahill came up with uh, several years ago when we got the show started called Twitter on the 20. Yeah. Twitter, Twitter on the 20. It's nice to have our little uh, big voice guy bring that back. Uh, usually David Hellman's in the chair, but uh, T- Taylor Stern was nice enough to come in and uh, – Substitute. Matter of fact, Dave might be substituted for permanently. He's
2: not good.
1: He's not very good at <laughs> you know, this.
2: No, know,
1: he's not. No, he's not. So, Tay. We're now we'll know if you listened or not he's to this. Just oh, he's just funny. Oh, he's out, he's he already out. knows
2: I would be talking mm. badly about him.
1: <laughs> All right, Tay. Take us, uh, take okay, us down the I'm path. I'm just going
2: to go as I see them, and if I mess up your name, I apologize. I'm just reading them as quickly and as easy as I can. Sounds good. Okay, Felipe wants to know, Who are the RBs, running backs, fitting in our scheme that could be available round three to five?
1: We'll give that a crack there, Dane. Uh, guy we
3: saw in, in Mobile with Kenneth Dixon. Oh, how about that? It's a good start. I mean, he, he. some people think he might go in the second round. I think third round's kind of the spot for him to me. Yeah. Um, I, he, he has a lot of... Uh, a lot of miles on his uh, on him, but you know I think he can do everything well. I don't think he stands out in one particular area sure. where you know this is what he does really well. Right, but he's just steady across the board. Yeah. You catch a ball in the backfield, uh, quickness, power, a lot of things there that you want.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. and I'll tell you what too. Make sure you check out Booker too from Utah, yeah. Procise from Notre Dame. I'm talking about uh, Howard from Indiana, Collins. Yep. Ar- these are all guys that someone's, five. Yeah, someone's going to figure this out. Maybe more like. Tay, two, three, four, kind of those kind of mm. in that middle of the thing. If you want to go down a little bit further in the draft, though, you know, I didn't mention uh, Henry. I know some people have Henry a little higher. Uh, I know you would probably be, a guy, uh, Kelvin Taylor from Florida, Florida. would yeah. be another one. Uh, his, I, Fred, I, I, Fred Taylor's
2: son? Fred yeah, Taylor's right. son.
1: When I was with him in Jacksonville. Guys, I'm an old man. You are. I timed Fred Taylor's in, <laughs> <laughs> in Florida. But yeah, those are the types of names uh, Drake, Perkins, Irvin. These are all, they, it's a good run of running backs through yeah. there if Absolutely. you want. just throughout this entire draft
2: okay next one we lack speed at wide receiver who's on your radar that can help with special teams in round three or four
1: special teams receiver
2: So, so i'm first thought i thought was braxton miller was doing some punt return stuff he obviously has the natural speed but he probably is not a three or four guy
3: how about your boy Fuller from right. Notre Dame? Yeah, he's he'll take the top off a of defense. Yeah, uh, no, he's a player that I think similar to Devin Smith last year. He can step in. He can he can work as a gunner. He can he yeah. can help you out on special teams. I was just talking about speed. How about uh, well, the May that, yeah. the
1: May kid from Minnesota? KJ May. May, he impressed me a lot yeah, there you in, go. In, in
3: Mobile. I, I liked him in Minnesota, but yeah. you know, obviously under size, not the fastest, but he's quick, very quick. And well, so uh,
1: I said he's very Dwayne Harris like because right. he had two tackles on special teams exactly. on the awesome. kickoff team, and then also. So they threw him – they ran him on some reverses. They tried to get him to football. He was one of – if you watched when the Jacksonville coaches, Jerry Sullivan, Mm -hmm. my old guy, when they were doing the stalk and engage drills – he, he was going at it with Cy Jones. Right. And KJ May,
3: he, he's a mobile native, and so a lot of us thought, well, he's yeah, getting yeah. The, the, the mercy invite, oh, but no, no he, 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 he played proved he belonged there. He was one of the top five receivers last Minnesota week. Minnesota May, keep an yeah, eye on him. our
2: guy Damian Wilson here was pumping him all week, yeah. Minnesota guy. All right, let's just make this one quick. Justin, who are you taking it for between Jack and Spence? <laughs> oh,
3: to me, it's Jack. I mean, yeah, I, I, Jack. I like Spence quite a bit, I do too. but okay. to me, Jack, he's... See,
2: that's the We're question- going to get a bunch of these questions, yeah. so we'll just roll through them. Yeah, would you guys prefer Jack or Elliott plus a third?
1: Okay, there, somebody's talking about a, uh, talking about moving back and picking up an extra pick in this draft, and if, to get Elliott, are you going to go out of the top ten? Or are you going to keep it? You can stay inside the top ten.
3: Well, if I want Elliott, if my Purpose of moving back is to get Elliott. Then I feel like I have to get him within the top ten. I mean, yeah. I look at the Giants at number ten. Yeah, I think that's a possibility. There's some other spots. So, Giants
1: people say they might go defense there.
3: Oh, I think that. Oh, yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. it's similar to the Rams last year, where you know they then you thought
1: the Rams were going to do
3: something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. at some point, Zeke just is too good yeah. to pass up. And with all Ben McAdoo, the Giants head coach, you know he wants balance. You know he's a passing guy. The chance to bring in uh, Zeke. I, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it has a good chance to happen. Dave's
1: going to take the running back in the third. Get ready.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but When I read that on your mock draft this week, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. We're going to just be you know facing the Giants two times a year. We got Zeke on the ground. We got Odell over here. And that's I was like, why, no. And that's why it's a
3: possibility because every other team in the division is going to have that same
1: reaction.
2: Oh, yeah. it's just brutal. When yeah. I saw that, I was like, they could do that, that's and right. it would be extremely smart.
1: You would have to find a way. Then you got to find a trading partner, and you got to find somebody that's willing to dance up there. And well, that's and make the thing. It. Who wants to trade up? Yeah, I, and
2: that's what we're going to try, and, and, and we got to figure
1: out though in this draft, folks. When you ask these questions, figure out what you're coming for. Sure. I mean, it, you, hey, you, would, it, it sounds real nice and, and easy. That, that, that hey, Jerry's going to pick up the phone. Hey, San Francisco, we want your third. Right. It, it doesn't. They're you like, know, yeah, you need thanks. some. You need somebody, and, and it might be. It might be. What if is on the board or somebody that somebody covets. You know, mm-hmm. maybe the receiver they covet. Maybe it's Jack they covet. Mm-hmm. Dallas is in a good position well, to get a guy, especially like you say, a lot of people have are higher on Bosa than I am, and, and that's okay. Well, if, but the but, quarterbacks, and too. And the quarterbacks, Look too. At- Look at
3: the Rams sitting there. They're moving to LA. Yeah, who's their quarterback? Nick Foles, yeah. uh, uh, Case Keenum. They need a quarterback, a yeah. new face of the franchise. Do they wait at fifteen and hope a, a face and Lynch of
2: the franchise is to key them? to that Yeah, because you're moving.
3: Do they love someone enough that hey, I'm going to move up and get my quarterback? I'm not going to hope. Yeah, falls they're thinking.
2: To me. I'm sending gonna... out these brochures for people to buy season tickets, right. and we're going to put Nick Foles. Wait face a minute now. On
1: it? Wait a minute. Did you guys just tell me you're going to drop from four to fifteen to make? No, a pick? I'm just
2: saying
3: possible trade partners. I mean, this, oh, yeah. in order to Straight back, guys, our teams have to want to move yeah. up, and just looking at teams that might want to have that inclination. The we'll Rams
1: are an aggressive team. You're right, right. about that.
2: Okay, Jerame, I hope I said that right. What draft get grade do you give Martin after the Senior Bowl? Nick Martin. Nick
1: Martin.
3: He was a third rounder going in. I always in, thought he was a third and rounder. the third round when we leave. A guy yeah. that can play center or guard. Just a not quite as physically gifted version of his brother. Right. right. So that versatility is key. Uh, but I, I thought he had a nice week in mobile. Different you know what?
2: body for sure. Yeah, he's not
3: as
1: strong. Right, his, his brother's brother the, yeah, the core strength. Right. I'll tell you, he's a, he's a great position. Pl- I mean, just position blocker Getting kind of thing. The Blythe, the kid from Iowa. Iowa, I thought was the best center in really? the in the in the okay. deal. Yeah, and I like what he did playing guard too. Just keep an eye on Blythe.
2: Okay. I, li-
3: I like Jack Allen better than Michigan State Center. Okay, I, I, you yeah. know, I, I bo- both. These-
2: I'm a Jack Allen fan.
3: These Big 10 guys, I tell you what, and Jack Allen he, he looks he doesn't look like he belongs on an NFL sure. field. He's just not physically impressive, but yeah. low man wins. He understands that yeah. and he works hard to finish. So I think Jack, Jack Allen really impressed.
1: Jack Allen on tape I agree with what you're saying. People are going to fall in love with Kelly from Alabama. I think it's a good year. If you need a a center, you can find again Which
2: a lot of teams do.
3: Second, third, fourth round. We're going to see
1: the centers come off the board.
3: Absolutely.
2: All right. Um, I've seen a couple of these questions, so let's just get this out of the way. What is the total amount of picks, including compensatory (laughs) picks, for the Cowboys?
3: Well we won't know until yeah, officially. Officially. Until the owners meetings here and what, the first weekend in
1: March, something right, like that. Right. They they're thinking that down, and I, I've just seen some projections. Right. A four and three sixes is okay. what I've heard from from just projections. Again, don't take me to a tab, but I that that's some people have done some research on this and, and what the balance is. But it sounds like a four. And potentially three sixes to go with that. So you don't Stay have a tuned. fifth. Yeah, you don't have right. a fifth. So add everything else up with what I just. Next told. thing on Stay really
3: tuned. on our radar is the combine coming yeah. up. that's going to be, yeah, uh, we'll be uh, there, like February twenty third, twenty fourth, something yeah. like that. And then after that, that's we
1: well have a better idea. The, oh, yeah. uh But projections the say mix. the four and the three sixes potentially. Okay.
2: How do you feel about drafting Dak Prescott in the three four rounds? Maybe a way to get immediate playmakers and a quarterback to develop.
3: And. I think it's – Clay. What do you – Thanks, Clay. What do you think mm-hmm. Dak Prescott can be? Do you think he could be a future starter? I, I don't. To me, I don't. I think I, he could be a solid backup in this league. Yeah. I give him a lot of credit last year. I thought he was a thrower. Yeah. You know,
1: I don't like it, the way he throws. Though. I mean, I don't like his throwing motion. It's not motion. ideal. It, right. It, it, I, but he, but he's, he set a lot of records in the SEC. Well, he, and he became much more of a passer this
3: yeah, past year. Sure. I mean, you could see it develop, and I give him a lot of credit. I, I think he is – a much better version of Tim Tebow. I mean, he's what people wanted Tim Tebow to be when he was in the league, when he was drafted first round. That's who Dak Prescott could be. But at the same time, I'm not sure I see an NFL starter. I see a guy that can be a backup. So where how early do you feel comfortable drafting a backup? To yeah. me, that's more fourth, okay. fifth round. We not talked third, about
1: fourth. the levels of levels of right. quarterback. Where does he fit in the levels of quarterback? He's probably
3: in there with Dris- Driscoll and Allen, yeah uh, uh, you know, right after them. Hogan. Uh, right, exactly. Group, in, the, yeah. in that middle rounds. Yeah. But it's gonna be interesting how these quarterbacks come off the board. Yeah.
2: And that's interesting that you're talking about how deep this class is. Yeah. Because what you're gonna have from this class is you're gonna have a couple Matt Castles, people who have been in the league league for a very long time they benefited yeah. from being kind of a professional backup for lack of a better term yep. and we may see that come out of this class especially because a lot of these guys are kind of like that you it, just it, want them on your team he's
1: been preaching this all along and i and i think he's right i'm finally catching up to you on this a lot of guys maybe not potential starters but then but all of a sudden you use them as a backup and then they get right. it and, and like just what tay said all of a sudden you're seeing a guy and you're just like Oh, we remember talking about him on the draft show. We Ryan really didn't Vince feel, Patrick yeah, we didn't, yeah we didn't yeah. feel like he was, yeah. yeah, we didn't feel like he was a starter that time. But now, all of a sudden, boom, things come on. He's in the right system. He's with well, the right look, offense, right yeah. scheme, and it, and it makes it
3: work. And this year, the Senior Bowl usually only takes six quarterbacks. This year, they had eight, and the strike Game still had some quality quarterback prospects right. uh, with Brandon Doughty and uh, Jake Rudock. Uh, so York, I, Michigan, yeah, yeah. So this quarterback class is really, really deep in terms of players that yeah, you might want to develop, and there might be something there.
2: Yeah, yeah it, that's just the most interesting thing to me about the quarterback position is because it's so temperamental. Like you're saying, you know, are you with the right offense? Are you with the right coaches? Right. Are these people really helping you get, get the, to the right the next players level? around you? Yeah. Are you training right so that when you get, do go to the combine, if you get invited? that you're able to show your best. So it's interesting. Yeah. All right. If Jalen Smith was healthy, who mm. would be ranked higher? Who are your pro comparisons to him, Josh wants to know?
1: Josh wants to know your pro comparisons to Jalen Smith. He's tough
3: because he's such a freak athlete. Yeah, uh, he, He's twitchy. Hey, He moves around with ease. He looks like a safety running around out there. Um, I, you know, the, I heard the Bobby Wagner uh, right. comparisons a little bit. I, I, I don't mind that one. Um, but if, even if he was healthy, Jack's still top linebacker, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, I had it. Tags are touching, sure. you know, in, in my mind. Even though I projected Jack to play, is that I, I, I like what I'm hearing. I like what I'm seeing. I'm, we're seeing some like some little uh, little bits of video coming out about mm-hmm. Jack moving around, going through the bag drills. His goal is to it, be a full participant yeah, at the combine. Yeah, so if that's the case, by all means, let's go. And, and, and to me, that tape, you watch either tape, you would be happy. With either one of those right. players if they were on your team.
2: Will Vernon Hargraves be an option for the Cowboys at fur?
1: Ooh, at, at the fourth?
2: At the fourth pick. If d- not – Do you watch
1: him grit his teeth there? That's, okay, that's, well, the second part of the
2: question, if not, what are his downsides? So you can answer that. Size. Yeah, I think he's height.
1: He,
3: he doesn't – Always play big, and Not I think bad. for a corner that's going to measure under five eleven. Yep, uh, that, that that really hurts him, and I think that, sh- that shows at, at times on tape. Now he's a really competitive kid. He's a coach's son. I uh, love the instincts, the aggressiveness. Uh, there's a lot of things you love about him. He's a first round player, but to take him at four. Uh, he better be a guy that I'm, he's stepping in from day one, and he's going to make a big impact for me. And I, I don't think that he consistently plays up to the competition that he's facing. Some of these bigger wide receivers, sometimes he just he just doesn't have an answer for.
1: Would them. you rather? Would you rather take say Ramsey? As a safety prospect at four, and then try. There's, oh, yeah, a, no there's enough corners in this draft, in my opinion. Yeah. Apple kid. There's some kids. Yeah, yeah. Apple, Howard. There's enough Eli guys. Eli
2: Apple and Clemson's Alexander. Would you rate them okay, higher? Okay, give me Jeff.
1: some guys with some length. Give sure. me some guys that, and that's what again. When you talk about when when you talk about Alexander and you talk about the Florida kid, you're talking about smaller guys, mm-hmm. you know. And even though the smaller guy, Cy, uh, Cy uh, Jones, the other day. Played well. I thought, you know, there's some shorter guys. But, man, this league is about getting in there and playing with, you know, knocking balls away, being rangy, being tall, being able to physically handle things on the edge. And that
3: doesn't mean he can't play. Of course, there's a spot for him in the NFL. But we're talking about taking a, a corner at number four overall. Um, I just think there will be better players there.
2: All right, so G-Money must have not seen your mock draft because he said, love the show, I'm a Browns fan, and I know Dane is from Northeastern Ohio. I am. Do you think Wentz may be Browns pick at (laughs) number two? And you did say that this week.
3: I have have Wentz at number two to the Browns. Uh, I mean, he's in the discussion. The Browns obviously need to find that quarterback. And in this draft, there's a few enticing options with Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, maybe Paxton Lynch. And to me, Wentz represents the anti manziel for Cleveland. I Absolutely. mean, there's just so many things about Wentz that is the opposite of Johnny Football. So, I, you know, Wentz is not a perfect prospect, obviously. He has uh, some question marks, especially coming from the FCS level. But if, if the Browns are sold on him as a guy that can lead them to the playoffs down the road, you have to take it. Let's a-
2: not talk Johnny, but is Wentz a comparison to Brandon Whedon? Not, th- uh, he, not just a, the hair color. He's a
3: much better athlete than Brandon Whedon. Yeah. I, I think that was the big. that's the big downfall for Whedon is uh, he just can't move in the pocket. Right. And uh, there's a lot of other things. But and
2: Wentz is going to be able to do that. Right. Oh, to yeah, me, yeah. Carson
3: Wentz is a, a, a souped-up Alex Smith. He's bigger. Like that. A, a stronger arm. But you see the same intelligence, the same athleticism, the way they move in the pocket, outside the pocket, extending plays. So I think Carson Wentz, and look at Alex Smith, what he's been able to do. I think Carson Wentz is that type of player. Let
1: me carry G-Money's question a little further for a Browns fan then. It, would you see them potentially going best player and then waiting to the top of the second round to grab, much like what San Diego did uh, with and Tomlinson and then Drew Brees? Would you see, with, with, the, with kind of the bad luck that you want to say that they've had with quarterbacks right. in the first round, could we see a flip where they say, "Let's just take the best player"? They, they maybe they did that with the corner. They probably thought the, the corner they drafted from Oklahoma State, Gilbert. Gilbert's been a been a bust for them,
3: right? But and we have to remember, there's a brand new regime, regime here right. in Cleveland, and Sashi Brown and that uh, that brain trust. They're a big believer in the numbers. They're a big believer, in uh, – I mean, they're a very confident group. So if right. they think there's a quarterback. That can lead them to the playoffs. That's the pick. They're not right. going to wait, and yeah. so they don't care about what anyone else thinks. Right. They trust what they, what their scouts say, and what they They're, think. So I, I think a quarterback at number two. It's becoming more and more clear that I think that's the direction they go.
1: Yeah, and remember this. Hugh is a Hugh worked at exactly. Cal, so he'll know all about this. And kids. you know, Hugh wants do, to yes. wants to get a quarterback Absolutely. to run his offense. Absolutely. So. Okay, that's it. We've done. We've got them all. We've got Perfect. them all. Okay, we're going to take a break uh, here from the SWBC Mortgage Studios. Again, it's a draft show. When we come back, we're going to get uh, we're going to take some phone calls and then get into uh, Dane Bruegler's mock draft and uh, talk some more about these players. We'll see you in just a minute. Introducing AT and T rollover data. Your unused plan data automatically rolls over for one month. All mobile
3: share value plans now come with rollover data on the network with the nation's strongest LTE signal. AT&T mobilizing your world. AT&T reminds you to never text and drive.
1: It can wait. Available only with AT&T mobile share value plans. Rollover data automatically expires after one month or with any plan change. Other restrictions apply. Visit att.com slash rollover data for details. Signal strength claim based only on average LTE signal strength for national carriers.
0: Before Jenny met her new nephew, Wyatt. Before she drove from Dallas to Marfa. And before she picked up a one-man rodeo onesie down the street from her studio in the village. Jenny got 1% back on tires. 2% back on snacks. And 3% back on gas using her Bank Americard Cash Rewards credit card. So Jenny got ready to do what she loved with cash rewards she liked. That's the power of the Bank Americard Cash Rewards credit card. That's Bank of America life's better when we're connected with the bank americard cash rewards credit card you can earn one percent cash back on all purchases all the time two percent cash back on groceries and three percent cash back on gas apply today at bank slash get cash back Grocery and gas bonus rewards apply to 1500 in combined purchases each quarter. Call 1-888-224-8735 for details about credit costs and terms. Copyright 2013 Bank of America Corporation. I'm former Dallas Cowboy Everson Walls. As a four-time Pro Bowl player, I know the determination and will it takes to win. That's why when you've been hurt or injured in an accident, you need to call attorney Domingo Garcia. I've known Domingo since high school. When you need a Tejano Tough attorney, call Domingo Garcia. 1 800 LEY 9999. That's 1 800 LEY 9999. I'm Domingo Garcia. Call us now for a free consultation. 1 800 LEY 9999. This is the DallasCowboys.com draft show. The Cowboys are on the clock. We are
1: back in the SWBC Mortgage studios. Brian Broaddus, Dane Brugler, CBS Sports, and DallasCowboys.com. Taylor Stern, DallasCowboys.com and Kent Garrison, executive producer. Thanks again for joining us today. Uh, We will continue on uh, this uh, route for the next uh, few weeks. As Dane pointed out earlier, uh, we've got the combine coming up at the end of February, so the next couple weeks we'll have the draft shows from here uh, at our studios at Valley Ranch, and then we will uh, all set sail for uh, Indianapolis, and then much like we did for the Senior Bowl, we'll have draft shows every day uh, that were in Indianapolis and, and hopefully have a lot of good content for you with interviews and stories and rumors, whatever you want to know, we'll, uh, we'll figure it all out. So uh, with that all being said, I'm going to open up uh, phones. Uh, I'm going to take a call here, and then I want to get into your mock draft. So I got somebody okay. holding. Kent, who do we got today? Warren in Ohio. You're up. Go ahead. How you doing today? Good.
0: All right. Uh, I was I was thinking that uh, Dallas, we need to go ahead and uh, we need to either draft a running back or another tight end or somebody in the middle of the defensive line because I think we're pretty set at quarterback. We got Romo already under contract for years. Mm-hmm. And if we do draft another quarterback, maybe do it next year, not this year.
1: Okay. Thanks. Thank you very much for the call.
3: Yeah, and I don't think he. I mean. There, I think there's a a large portion of Cowboys fans who agrees with that. Yeah. Uh, I mean you're you're picking at number four. You have a chance to pick a quarterback with a lot of potential, but that's all it is right now is potential. A young kid who uh, you hope can be something one day, but it's far from a sure thing. And you have a window right now with Romo to win. So I and I tend to agree. I as much as I'd love to take one of these quarterbacks at four. I have a window right now to win, and drafting a Miles Jack or a player like that can help my defense from day one and help me win in 2016.
1: Would you draft Tunsell
3: at four? I, I would not. I, I, I love Tunsell. He's the best player in this draft. But I'm but not, not for this team. Right. I, I would not draft him for this team. Because I, I, at some point, you have to pay all these guys, and my offensive line is already really, really good. I need help elsewhere. Yeah.
2: I... I'm going to start saying what Brian is saying about minimizing the risk.
3: It it is, and it's and it's balancing that, but you also have to be fearless. You know, you no, can't you do. Be, and, yeah, I, it's, and it's I, a balance. I don't
1: hey, I don't know how
2: you do that. No, no, no. And that's but, what
3: makes the draft fascinating and, and impossible at the same but time. But minimize the risk.
1: reputation as willing to take a risk. Yeah, mm. he'll take a risk. There's no doubt. Good about. Drop. But see, that's the thing about it I'm I'm saying that just for that 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 fourth pick. I think whoever they could put five names on the board, mm-hmm. and one of those names is going to show up. And then go ahead yeah. and pick him, and, yeah, that, and, exactly. that, and that, that, that's fine. But then you've got to think about, okay, minimize the risk of the names. Mm-hmm. Think about, okay, would I really take this guy? Would I really take this guy? That's what I think it's going to be really important for the board. I think they can, they can gamble and do some things in the second, third, fourth round. Right. I, I'm okay uh, with that at the top of that.
3: and but, it, it, d- He mentioned interior defensive line. This, this you're going to get a lot of help. There's going to be double-digit defensive tackles drafted in the top 50. Yeah. So when you're sitting there at 34, that's prime location, prime real estate for one of these defensive tackles to follow to you. Right. Whether that's a Vernon Butler and Austin Johnson, I think Andrew Billings could be there. I don't think mm-hmm. he's a lock first-round pick. Right. I think it's possible he could be there. So I'm sitting at 34, and I, I'm he's your best
1: tackle. I'm be- looking at my best chops. one technique. Billings? No, I, I like Jaron Reed better. At okay. Alabama. That's I, I think, not, have, not a bad Senior Bowl, by no. the way. No,
3: I have him above, and I also Sheldon Rankins. He moved up. He's my number two defensive tackle overall. Probably more of a three technique, though. Right. but he can do everything. I mean, three four teams will love him. Four three teams will love him. He can two gap. Can doesn't do anything for you at Ole Miss. He he's my I think what number three defensive tackle. I, I it's tough. Because yeah, he's one of the top ten talents in this class. Right, just not one of the top ten football players. And so, at one point, do you take a chance on him? I. I think he could be really good and all pro in this league. I'm just not convinced he loves football enough to work at it and reach his potential.
1: Dig into his mock draft. What do you think? What would you think?
2: Connor Cook, first rounder.
3: And remember, with these mock drafts, it's never what <laughs> I think should happen. It's always what I think Teams could. Teams will do. Yeah, Teams will do. And it's all about scenarios. Look, you know, we're three months to the draft. I'm not going to look back at this draft and see, oh, see, I told you. It, it, this is more about scenarios. What could happen, how it could play out. And with the Texans sitting there at 22. Yeah. If no, the three quarterbacks are it, off the board, yeah. you know, the top three, Goff, Wentz, and, and Lynch, and the te- Texans are sitting there at 22, Hackenberg and Cook are right there. Do they pull the trigger on one of those two? Do they try and wait till the second round? Bill O'Brien's entering year three in Houston. Mm-hmm. He needs to make a splash with one of these quarterbacks. I don't. You know, Tom Savage. I don't think he's the future there. So it just it would not shock me at all if Connor Cook or Christian Hackenberg go with that twenty second. No, pick. when
2: I read it, it made complete sense, right. and I thought, well, of course, this is why you would put him there, but my feelings about Connor Cook, and I said this even at the beginning of the year when he was kind of a Heisman buzz, and Mm -hmm. I I just think he might be your bust. And I hate to say that, and it may be egg on my face a year from now. Because he could go and light it up. But the fact of the matter is is that I think he benefited from his weapons around him at Michigan State. Mm -hmm. He benefited from having a solid defense. Strong Mm -hmm. run game. Strong run game. And the fact – that he's having all these questions about his intangibles. Is he a leader? Yeah. Is he someone who can be a backup and take that mentally? We'll see. He's working right. with George Whitfield, who I, you know, I've always admired. A lot of and respect a, for him. A, a mm-hmm. lot of respect. Appreciated his work with former quarterbacks, one playing in the Super Bowl this Sunday, right. Cam. So who knows what George will say. George is very good at getting these guys to combat what, people are thinking against them right he did that with johnny right you know he made it He he did everything in johnny's pro day that people were thinking is against him right he's probably going to do that with the other guy another guy he's working with though and Cardale. i know we'll yes yeah.
1: cardinal we jones talked about him yeah he's he's one of dave Helmut's favorite and figured he'd wear the plaid and wear the plaid <laughs> of ohio state for sure on that one gonna go through uh, th- just go through real quick here Tunsil to the titans Wentz to the Browns. Chargers take Bosa. Puts the the Cowboys on the clock. Miles Jack. Talk about your. You're happy.
3: I am very happy. Dane. He he could play any of the linebacker spots. Uh, Like I said, he helps you from day one. Um, And it's hard to come up with uh, like a true apples to apples comparison for him. But and this is high praise, I know. But if you combine some of the strengths from Luke Keekley and some of the strengths from his teammate Thomas Davis and you combined them, yeah. you have something similar to Ooh. what Miles Jack could be. I mean, he's that type of athlete. His contact balance is outstanding. Yep. His instincts. Um, he's just a rare athlete, a rare specimen for the position. So I, there's a lot of things you can do with him.
1: How hard was it not to take Ramsey or golf at that point?
3: It was. And, but, you know, if I'm sticking – in. in Looking at the board, Jack is number two for me behind Tunsil, and Ramsey's number three. I I think Jalen Ramsey would be an outstanding pick, uh, can help you at corner, can help you at safety. He's just a a true playmaker. So I think Ramsey, he's coming off the board, the next pick for the Jaguars, he's not going to last very long.
1: New general manager, Chris Greer at Miami. You like him taking Noah Spence at eight. Yeah. You, There's your top 10 guy. Yeah. And, and
3: someone's going to take a chance on him. And I think someone's going to be very happy they took a chance on him. Um, you know, I mentioned, you know, Vernon's about to hit free agency there. Cameron Wake's not getting any younger. So I think Noah Spence could step in. I think ideally, I'd love to see Noah Spence in a 3 4 defense where he can, you know, really, uh, you know, work with space yeah. and, and really <laughs> benefit from that. But. At the same time, it, 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 he's a pass rusher, and all teams need that. So Miami at eight, it, it looks like a possible fit.
1: Uh, when you talked about, you had the Saints taking Treadwell at uh, at twelve there. Yeah, their new Marquise Juan. Colston.
3: Yeah, you know, I, I think uh, he could be that new Marquise Colston for him. That, that big size, good athlete, uh, the uh, the ball skills are outstanding, the catching radius, and playing opposite Brandon Cooks. I mean, it's going to give. Uh, Drew Brees, you know, one last ride in New Orleans, you know, one last chance to go and see if they can make the playoffs and make a Super Bowl. So uh, surrounding uh, breeze with more talent's never a bad thing. You okay
1: with taking Treadwell at uh, at four? Maybe.
2: No, I'm not. Okay. I don't think that's our biggest need, okay. and I say that because you know we have Des and we have Terrence. Let's develop them. Let's give them a quarterback. Yeah, I don't know if we do pick the quarterback at four, but I'd feel more comfortable taking a quarterback at four than a wide receiver.
1: Which what, is there a position that you would be happy with other than the quarterback?
2: Yeah, I think I would stick with the linebackers. Yeah, you know, doing that because we love Sean Lee. He's mm. great. He had a Pro Bowl year, right? But we need that playmaker. Yeah, you know, someone who's going to line no, up. He with described you Sean play. Lee. He gave you a playmaker, and that's why I was like, Keekley, huh? Yeah, he, those guys he, are playing in Jack's a Super Bowl. the best
3: cover linebacker we've seen come out of the draft since since Keekly, so. yeah, And and, with, and you look at the number four pick traditionally, that's been a sweet spot for wide receivers, that first wide receiver to come off the board. Last year, the fourth pick, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Uh, the year before that, the fourth pick, Sammy Watkins. A couple years before that, the fourth pick, A.J. Green. So, uh, you know, that fourth pick traditionally been a little bit of a sweet spot for that first wide receiver. And it is
2: your playmaker. You yeah. know, it is your guy. I mean, Amari Cooper, it's ACDC up there with Derek Carr. That's their guy. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I have a problem with is you got 88 over here. You do. And I know you got to line them up like you're talking about, you know, Treadwell with Brandon Cooks. I get that. But I don't feel comfortable. If you talk about this all the time, if you're going to get this high of a pick, do let's it. not be there again.
1: Let's not be there again. Because
2: we've had playmakers this past year, and we saw why couldn't we get it done.
1: Yeah, That's fair. You raised an eyebrow. I did raise an eyebrow. Darren Lee at 18 of the Colts. You're not the biggest Darren Lee fan, right? You, you no. have some reservations. No, I need to go back and study Darren Lee some more. I was probably having a bad day. Well, mm-hmm. it, yeah, he's a former quarterback, played sure. quarterback in high school, runs uh, well.
3: He's an outstanding athlete. Yeah, uh, I think the natural instincts are there. A little leaner than you want. Needs to clean up a few things with his tackling technique. But I, I think the arrow is just pointing north on this player. I, I think he's going to get better. You've got better. me studying. I, 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 I really like Darren Lee. I. I I would have loved to see him back in Columbus for another year. I think he could have really helped himself, but even so, he's a top-20 pick right now.
1: Braxton Miller to the Bengals at 24. Yeah, then the Bengals,
3: they've got a few. Uh, they like Ohio State kids. <laughs> yeah, it's they the, name.
1: the Brown family has an Ohio State
3: tie. They also like uh, – and where uh, – Braxton grew up is about an hour outside of Cincinnati, and so uh, Cincinnati's also liked versatile wide receivers. You know, they and before, or even with Hugh Jackson and without him, they run. They like to run a lot of exotic things on offense, and so the chance to add a Braxton Miller and his versatility to that offense. Uh, and one, the another thing the Bengals have shown is they are not necessarily looking for that guy that can help right away in round one they've been thinking long term you know last year they took the tackle from a and m a who yeah. you know wasn't gonna be able to play most of his rookie year right. because of injury and
2: they were okay with that
3: exactly they think long term they think who can help us down the road yeah. so i think braxton i like possible. your
2: choice at uh 26 with the seahawks uh jack conklin they need that o-line they, help. they
1: need offensive line help Boy, he's a Russell tough Wilson. sob now. That he Jack is, Conklin, yeah. a former walk-on. Oh yeah, you watch. You watch when he played. I mean, when when things are breaking down for you know that Alabama-Michigan State yeah. game, it ain't Jack Conklin breaking down. No, and you it,
3: watch him against uh, Oregon, going up against yeah. Buckner. Yeah, I mean, you see that core strength. Uh, you know, strong hands, wide base.
1: Some guys will be able to beat him with speed, but no one's going through him. Yeah, that's that, for sure. Just to go down here a little yeah. further too. Jaron Reed, twenty-seven of the Packers. That'd be a great pick. Sheldon Rankins, Kansas City. Oh, that's really good. That's all they need is another defensive lineman right. there. Arizona with the uh, with Vernon Butler, defensive tackle, Louisiana Tech. Helped himself a little bit this week, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think a lot of people will be surprised to see
3: Butler maybe in that first-round discussion, but he belongs. I, I think he's uh, he proved it last week in Mobile, and you see the lower body quickness, the upper body power, and he uses it in unison to beat up on linemen.
1: And Kevin Dodd uh, will be the 31st pick. He's the defensive end from Clemson, and Dane thinks the Carolina Panthers We'll have that pick. So that just tells you right there. So that
2: there. next year when, you know, Brian's going through these games and he told us this year – well, all of Carolina Panthers, you know, defensive line is first and second round picks. That's so exact- they're just going to keep adding just keep adding them to the insult. That's, and that's
1: right. That's right.
2: Yeah. Okay, Kid, We did a great job.
1: They, that is a, I like your mock nice. draft. That, that, the 18, though, I have a little question about that pick. All right, Kent Garrison, we're going to try and finish up this show the next. We've got three minutes before we have to get out of here. Kent, uh, I'm going to turn yeah. it over to you, and we're going to fire through these calls. So everybody be ready to go, and uh, we're all doing good again. So get to your question, and let's go. All right, Sean in Nova Scotia, you're up. Sean? All right, guys, thanks very much for taking my call. Great job at the Senior Bowl. Very insightful and enjoyed
0: the sideline analysis.
1: Thank you very much.
0: So here's the question we go with, uh, when does quantity outweigh quality? For example, Tampa Bay has the ninth pick. They have th- 1,350 points. They've got to move up to number four. Mm-hmm. Dallas has 1,800,
1: so they'd have to basically give up their second, which means you have four picks in the top 40. Okay. And then who in the war room makes that call? So there's my question, guys. Thank you. Great question. Okay, we're going to make a trade here real quick, and then we're trying to we're going to go down to Tampa. Where are they at? Nine is what they said? Right. Okay, that's that's a spot. I mean, that's going five, and he's right. You know, go get there too. So you know, that would be the call of if if you're thinking about though where their board sits a little bit in that second round. Could they say if you have? Could they get the defensive tackle? Could they get a wide receiver? Could they get a corner? That's where you kind of have to look at your board and say, okay, where in the second round do we tend to have? Maybe some, maybe a little bit of a little depth at a position right. that we can go look at, or who do we where they're not a, a depth, but we might need that position. So again, that's Jerry's call, that's Stevens' call. They're going to have to convince Will McClay, Todd Williams. They're all going to talk about that if the trade works. But yeah, if you get multiple picks,
3: and that's great. I think the biggest question though is who you who you can have it for. And then who's going to be there at nine? Exactly. Do you feel comfortable losing a Miles Jack at Jalen Ramsey? Right. And you know who do you really like at number nine? Is that
1: don't trade away from a great player? That's the whole idea right. here. Yeah. yeah you got to you got to make a determination which way that board's going. Right. Because again, if if Carson Wentz goes to Cleveland at two, that's going to set this draft in a whole other direction for the Cowboys, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. So we'll see. Well, and yeah.
3: trading back is almost always the right option. Yeah. You look at the Browns a couple years ago, and I know you know Cowboys aren't the browns not, yeah. a lot of teams aren't but you know they had the the fourth pick sammy Watkins right there for them yeah they traded back and they got justin gilbert yeah so it's not always the best thing not to trade always back, the best but.
2: but then you could have the number nine pick and you could pick someone like Tyron smith
1: or ezekiel yeah
2: or ezekiel
1: that worked kent who do you got you got somebody else going on
0: phone's ringing right now give me uh 20 seconds okay to answer.
1: but yeah the whole trade the whole trade back scenario i'm always from me tell me who i'm trading away from if I look at the board, if
2: I'm going to lose this, 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 yeah,
1: that's a situation where okay, but you got to think okay. If I could, if and it, it, sometimes you'll have a deal where you'll go, man, I wish I had an extra second round pick. Sure, and and, and yeah, that's and that that'll work. That will work, okay, Kent. Who do you got? Reggie in Germany. Reggie, go ahead. Hi, I'm here to argue for um, Treadwell again. Okay, I know. Um, t- um we just heard that um, we're not liking him too much because we we think we got. Um, Terrence Williams here. Terrence was here last year. Sure. Terrence proved that he couldn't carry a ball. So we need a more consistent receiver next to Dez. We need to open Dez up. We've been trying to get Dez open um, in different positions the whole last year when he was healthy. Couldn't do it. We need somebody to offset him. You know, we need a one receiver. That's what I'm gonna say about that. Thank you, Reggie. Hey, I don't think Reggie, I
2: didn't say I didn't like Oh
1: Greg well. you didn't <laughs>
2: Did I say I didn't like him? No. I I, I like him a ton, and he is a boss, and I'd love to see how he's bounced back from a very scary injury. Yeah. That is huge, especially if a player is going to go and be successful in the league. Yeah. What I said was, is that I don't think that's our biggest need at four. Yeah, we drop back and trade. You're right; he could be a nine pick for us. No, and and,
3: and I agree, it's not the biggest need. But at the same time, I think when you're picking four, it's more about finding oh,
2: myself in trouble. Here. The hey, best welcome
3: to the draft time. show. It, well, and <laughs> then you're, you're at four. You want someone that can impact your roster and help your team move forward. And I think Treadwell can. I mean, I, to me, he he needs to be in the discussion because he can step in at the number two. And I know he's a lot like Des. That's okay. Give me two Deses out there and. Defensive coordinators, but, okay, have to worry about. You got about that.
2: two Dez's and you got Kellen Moore throwing him a ball. You got well, Matt Castle throwing him a ball. Well,
3: and that's why I'm addressing the back of quarterback and free agency. Yeah, I mean, I, okay, I you know, so,
2: yeah, that needs to be
1: said. No Manziel RG3.
3: Well, no, R- RG3, maybe. You know, yeah. you, you look at that as a possibility. But yeah. I, I want the – I'm not going to draft uh, – I, I don't want to draft a rookie quarterback there. I'd rather go and get a guy that's going to impact my team for sure in okay. 2016.
2: Now, if this wasn't February 5th and this was April 5th and we'd already been through free agency and we did get someone that I feel comfortable right. could pass to two dozen's, I might change my mind, Reggie. So don't give up on me yet.
1: Don't give up. Okay, Last call of the day, and uh, we'll end the draft show. Who do you got, Kent? Chris and Maryland. Go ahead. Hi,
3: how you guys doing? Good. All right. Um, my question is I heard you talking about the quarterbacks,
0: and say we go with the linebacker in the first round. In the second or third round or so, what quarterback would you actually look at taking? Um, and that's
3: what I have. Have a good day, guys. I'll take it off the air.
1: Okay. Thanks, Chris. Got a second round quarterback, Dane? Connor, right.
3: Connor Cook. I mean, I you know, I think he can start in this league. Boy, I just, my
1: rear would be real tight if we took Connor Cook.
3: I just I, I, He can start in the NFL. I just don't think he has a high ceiling. I don't yeah. think that he – I mean, he's a lesser – Hackenberg
1: do anything for you?
3: No. I mean, I, maybe, in the, maybe in the late third round I would take a chance Would he on have him. done
2: something for you if he wasn't getting sacked as many times as he well, was? A, but
3: a lot of those are his own doing, though. And that's what – I give – yes – the offensive play calling did not do him any favors. None. Once he lost Allen Robinson after the yeah, 13th yeah, season, yeah. You know, no one helped him out. The offensive line did not do him any favors. But at the same time, his tape shouldn't have been that bad. And a lot of it was self-inflicted. I mean, a lot sure. of his bad habits, holding the ball too long, not recognizing things, I just... I'm worried that he's damaged goods already. I mean, in it 2013, right? In 2013, we saw what he could do with Bill O'Brien. The last two years, it was it was a mess, and a lot of that was because of him and his stunted development. Can a team, NFL team, get him back on track? I'm just not a, a, a true coach. believer.
2: Or a coach? You're talking about Bill O'Brien, who's worked with some of the best quarterbacks, Tom Brady.
3: Sure. And and, and, I yeah, and, I, and I'm not saying he can't. I I would take a chance on him, probably in sure. late third, early fourth. But I don't think he's going to be there for me. He'll be drafted higher than I would so
1: take So Connor Cook's your only second-round quarterback then?
3: Yeah, I have a late second-round grade on okay. him. Okay,
1: yeah. that's that's fair. Okay, well, listen, that's all the time we have for the day. Thanks, Thanks sir. guys. Thanks for hanging out with us today. It's it very stuff. fun. You we'll, guys are we'll, great. We will bring you back
2: Yeah, let's just... probably next
1: week because I'm tired <laughs> of Dave. Well,
2: you know, I love Dave, and I hope that he makes it through Mardi Gras. But if he decides Vaporation. to stay in New yeah. Orleans. Yeah.
1: We're you're, covered. You're great substitute. We're good. Okay, for Dane Brugler, Taylor Stern, executive producer Kent Garrison. I'm Brian Bros. Thank you so much for joining us on the draft show today. We always appreciate uh, you out there uh, being a part of our show uh, with the tweets, the phone calls, anything that we can. End. Make sure you're following on at the draft show. Get those questions in. We'll do our best to answer. Make sure you're following a DP Brugler, and he will answer your questions as well. So you guys have a great week. We'll see you next Friday from the SWBC Mortgage Studios. I'm not afraid of